I'm just like many of you. I'm a man, husband, father, and son. I'm middle-aged, get up every morning, go to work for the day, and then come home in the evening. And, from time to time, I enjoy expressing my feminine side. Yes, I am a crossdresser. And welcome to Jennifer's Tale, My Life as a Crossdresser. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Jennifer's Tale, My Life as a Crossdresser. I, of course, am Jennifer, and I want to thank you all for downloading this episode, and also for downloading previous episodes and kind of following along my journey. It's kind of a random journey, because these aren't in chronological order by any means, but kind of going through my life as Jennifer and things I just want to talk about and things I feel that maybe if I talk about them or discuss them, they might help other girls feel not so alone and out by themselves and by sharing my experiences, maybe you'll feel like you've had similar experiences or that you want to experience things that other girls have and it'll help you, encourage you along on your journey. Well, today's episode I've entitled First Time Meeting. In this uh, episode, this story takes place probably about 1993. Uh, I was a young 23 years old and mind you, this is long before the internet, or fairly long before the internet, um, by a couple years. And back in the antiquated ages, cell phones hardly existed. And uh, for those of you girls nowadays, you'll realize just how lucky you are. For girls like me back in the early 1990s, it was hard to meet other cross-dressers, other people that are like you. Um, one of the things I had found doing some research through books or through libraries was a group called Tri-S. And Tri-S stood for the Society for the Second Self. And what they were were kind of a national group or a club for cross-dressers, for guys who enjoyed dressing up as women. And they were based out of, I believe, San Francisco. And they were a place where uh, they had a quarterly magazine. You could sign up and get a membership with them. I believe it was like $25 a year. And what you would get was you would get a quarterly magazine. It was sent to you in a plain manila envelope so you could get it in the mail and not be embarrassed by what it was. And the, the magazine had articles about how to help you with your appearance. It told you about different groups around uh, the the nation in all 50 states of uh, local chapters of the Tri-S group where girls would get together on a monthly or quarterly basis or whatever they had set up where you could actually go and meet other cross-dressers. And for someone like me who lived out in small town Iowa who didn't really have an uh, a way to reach out to others. This was kind of a blessing. Um, but along with these these groups that they had, kind of the state groups, mainly in bigger cities, but they also had kind of a, a pen pal page or kind of a friends wanted page where if you were a girl that wanted to meet other cross-dressers in your area, you could send in a picture, a little biography, and you could reach out and ask people to contact you. And what you would do is somebody, if somebody wanted to contact you, you would send a letter to the Trias group in San Francisco and they would forward it along to the girl who had put the ad in the magazine. Well, one of the magazines I got, I had only signed up for a year and I believe it was like the second magazine I got, had a picture of a girl who, it was kind of weird. She looked like an adult version of Little Orphan Annie. She had kind of a blonde, 60s, curly beehive hairdo and a red and white polka dot dress 
But she lived in Waterloo, Iowa, which wasn't that far away from where I lived. And she said she was looking for other girls to meet and to chat and, you know, get together with. And I, this was the first person that I had ever encountered or knew that was nearby me that I, as somebody I could actually go and meet, that we had this in common. And as somebody who felt they were all alone and there was nobody else like me, Finding somebody who was within a short driving distance, or roughly short driving distance, was a godsend. So what I did was I wrote a letter introducing myself and telling a little bit about myself. I just recently started kind of fully dressing as Jennifer, and I would, you know, I'm within driving distance. I would love to meet you and maybe strike up a friendship. And I sent it off to Trias, and I hoped I would hear back. Months and months went by, didn't hear anything. Finally, I actually got a letter, unmarked letter in the mail, and it turned out they had, I had gotten a response from, from this girl. I don't even remember what her name was. Let's say her name was Gwen. Um, but Gwen had written me back and said, oh, I would love to meet you if you're ever in Waterloo. You know, here's my phone number. If you want to to get in touch and, and meet up, that would be great. And so that's exactly what I did. I gave a call to Gwen and introduced myself and said I was going to uh, be in Waterloo. I, it was on a Friday. Um, I had some other errands to run down there, and I was wondering, or, you know, contact her and see if I could stop by. Uh, we we arranged a, a time for me to stop by her apartment. She gave me her address, and I told her that I was going to be down in mail mode, but that I was wondering if I could uh, come to her place and then change and get ready there, and then we could, you know, sit and chat or whatever. I think she was probably the one who suggested that we just kind of get to know each other better, and I was so gung-ho to meet somebody else like me. It's like, yeah, that's fine. That's great. Let's do this. So I know how excited I was on that Friday. I got up in the morning, uh, gathered all my feminine stuff together and my duffel bag and uh, drove to Waterloo and did my, my running as my male self. And I remember how nervous I was when the time came for me to go to her place. I went to her apartment. I knocked on the door and I heard her say, Jennifer? And I said, yep, it's me. And she opened the door, and I was shocked. Here was this cross-dresser uh, just like me, but what threw me off, one, she didn't look like she did in her picture in the Trias magazine. She had a longer-haired wig that she was wearing, and I don't remember. It was kind of a, a 1970s style dress that she was wearing. But what really threw me off was that she had a mustache. She welcomed me into her apartment. And first thing she did was apologize for her mustache. She said that due to her work or due to the fact that most people know her as her male self. Her name was Mike as her male self. Everybody knew her from having a mustache, and so she wasn't able to shave it off, and she apologized. I was like, no, that's fine. Still, for me, the first time meeting another girl like myself, this kind of threw me off a little bit. Anyway, she showed me where her bathroom was. She said, feel free to do whatever you need to do. I'll be waiting out here. Take your time. So I went into her bathroom, and I had done kind of all my prep work that morning. So I had taken along a razor. I quickly shaved uh, my face. Took some time putting my makeup, um, got dressed, and I was ready within an hour. I came out of her uh, bathroom wearing a kind of a black knit sweater, long sleeve, 
a uh, rather short black mini skirt. I remember it came up to about mid-thigh and some black heels. I had a black curly-haired wig. I was very much all in black. Um, and I came out and I remember how happy she looked to see me and how she said, Oh, wow, you look amazing. You look beautiful. And I was, it was scary, but that somebody else was actually seeing me face to face and talking to me with me being my feminine self. This is the first time really ever that I was dealing with somebody one on one. She told me how wonderful I looked. She asked me to spin around so she could see all of me. I should also mention that Gwen was probably about 10 years older than me, um, 10 to 15, but she uh, invited me to sit down on the couch, and we just kind of sat down and started talking. I remember crossing my legs very feminine-like, and we just kind of got to know each other. We talked about how we discovered we were cross-dressers, how we first started dressing, our favorite article of women's clothing, all the stuff that cross-dressers, I think, normally do in their chatting, getting to know each other. We want to share common experiences or common things, things that we know that we share. Well, as time went on, I would say probably 45 minutes in, um, Gwen slid a little bit closer to me and commented about how she, how beautiful I was and how pretty I was, and she uh, reached over and put her hand on my knee, which I totally was not expecting. I enjoyed it. I wasn't, it was weird having a hand on my smooth knee, and she, as soon as she did it, said, is it okay if I do this? I said, that's fine. I don't mind, and then she talked about how she has met other girls and how being uh, in girl mode, she feels more freeing and more touchy-feely, and she started moving her hand a little bit higher up my leg, up my thigh, which kind of made me a little bit more nervous since this is something I had never done before. And she also started then telling me about how other girls that she had been with had been very touchy-feely as well, and it was commonplace for them to put a hand on each other's knee or on each other's thigh or kind of caress each other's thigh. And uh, she also said that was they would also kiss each other on the cheek, hello or goodbye. And she said, would you mind kissing me on the cheek? And that's kind of where I drew the line. Like I said, I was very timid and shy, and I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. So once that happened, that's when I kind of said, I'm sorry, I can't, I've had enough, I can't do this, I think I need to go. Luckily, she was like, nope, that's fine, I totally understand, uh, you're more than welcome to stay if you want, but I'm not going to hold you back. I quickly kind of got up and went into the bathroom, changed my clothes, washed off my face, uh, said thank you, and left, and I believe that was the last time I heard from Gwen. We like I said, pre-internet days, it was very easy to lose contact with somebody, just not answer a letter, and that was kind of the end of that. It was, looking back on it now, it was great to be able to meet another girl like myself, but also it was scary and something different and something I wasn't expecting. Also, looking back on it now, now if it would happen in present day with me having much more experience and much more dressing time and being more comfortable with my cross-dressing and who I am, who knows what would have happened. 
but I always look fondly upon it as the, the first time I met another girl, and I hope you enjoyed this story. So, until next time, this is Jennifer saying hugs and kisses. Thank you for downloading this episode of Jennifer's Tale, My Life is a Crossdresser. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can find me on Facebook under Jennifer's Tale, My Life is a Crossdresser. And also send me an email at jenniferstalepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>